And welcome everybody to the sixth episode of the Steel Horse Podcast. I'm as always your host, Oliver, and I'm with my co-host, Jacob. Today we will be discussing the Philadelphia Eagles and the New York Giants. We're going to start with the Eagles. Um, The Eagles this year were a, let's just say, they were a dumpster fire. They were a they were bad, 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 bad. They started with Carson Wentz, and that went just downhill fast. Carson Wentz couldn't do anything out there. He was looking like one of the worst quarterbacks in the league, and he just wasn't playing well. And then it went to Jalen Hurts' time, and that was almost worse. Jalen Hurts couldn't do anything, but you can't just blame the quarterbacks. I mean, the offensive line was there, but they're old. They were old now. They weren't as good. They did not run the ball with Miles Sanders enough. What were they doing? They had Miles Sanders run the ball with Miles Sanders. And what I mean, when your best receiver is Travis Fulgham, you can't do much. I'm just gonna be honest. I don't blame the quarterbacks for all this. They, it's not all their fault. So they were really bad. They fired their coach, Doug Peterson. And Jacob, remind me, who's their new coach? Nick Sirianni. Oh, yeah, the Colts offensive coordinator, Nick Sirianni. Dumbest offseason move, okay? This guy barely ever called plays. You can talk to us about Nick Sirianni. All right, let me talk to everyone about Nick Sirianni. I can go on the rant right here. This dude sat on the bench the whole game. And do didn't do a single thing. It wasn't him calling plays. It was Frank Wright calling plays. And this dude was less valuable than our water boy on the sideline. So this is the dumbest hire of the offseason off right here. It's a classic Philadelphia Eagles move. Yeah, so that's pretty much wraps it up. The Eagles took the worst coach available. All right, I I, I don't understand. Eric Bieniemy is available. No, we're good. We're going to take Nick Sirianni because we're just geniuses like that. He does nothing. He doesn't develop people. He doesn't call plays. He does nothing. It's the worst pick ever, If you're especially while trying to develop a young quarterback in Jalen Hurts. <clears throat> now let's talk about Jalen Hurts for a minute. Jalen Hurts, I think you and not, me both don't believe it's Jalen Hurts is the answer for the Eagles. I watched Jalen Hurts in college. I know this guy. I mean, I don't know this guy. I can't say that. Everyone changes in the NFL, but I know him from college. He is not a top quarterback. I think they really should have drafted somebody this year. They have the sixth pick. They, you know, Justin Fields is available. Mac Jones is available. Why don't you take him? I don't know, but it's it was really bad. They also... They improved with Devontae Smith. It'll be interesting to see how that works with Jalen Hurts if he gets a weapon in Devontae Smith. I don't know. Maybe he'll pick it up. But I don't see any reason to think that Jalen Hurts is going to be a good quarterback this year. I don't uh, I don't think he'll be a starter by the end of the year. Do you agree with me there? Well, I don't believe in Jalen Hurts either, but I think he's going to be the starter the whole year. Because you look at who else Philadelphia has at quarterback – and it's 10 times worse than what Jalen Hurts is. So, I mean, Nate Sudfeld is not going to cut it either. So, 
I can see Jalen Hurts starting the whole year, but it's not going to be a good year for him. Yeah, I could see that too. I guess I understand that. Um, now the Eagles, I just looked at the record. They were four and eleven and one. They tied a game, um, and a tie is a loss in my column. I don't like ties. They don't. They don't do anything. Now we also have to talk about Carson Wentz, the quarterback that got traded this offseason from the Eagles to the Colts. I don't understand why you're cheering right now. Jacob is a Colts fan, so I think he's just trying to give all optimism he can. But I don't like this for the Colts. I don't like Carson Wentz. Try, I don't I don't understand. Try to shed some light on this of why Carson Wentz was a good move for the Colts to make. So we already talked about Doug Peterson, one of the worst coaches in the NFL. I mean, he's right there with Adam Gase. I think he's right in front of Adam Gase, but he's that bad. He Wait, wait, wait. He led a team to a Super Bowl. Let's not forget this. He led a team to a Super Bowl and two playoff appearances, and he made a run in one of those playoff appearances. I just want to say that he was 9-7 and seven last year. I I don't I don't think that he was a good coach, but it can't be all on him. He led a team to a Super Bowl. I think he's a good offensive play caller. I can't blame this all on him. But you keep going on your rant. Go ahead. Okay, so like I was saying, he's right there with Adam Gase. He's one of the worst coaches. The play calling last year was atrocious. I mean, you're talking about a good running back in Miles Sanders. They didn't run it hardly with him last year. And, I mean, it felt like every play they were trying to hit a home run pass, and there was never any checkdowns in it. I mean, this can't be on Carson Wentz. And Travis Logan was your best receiver. Zach Ertz was hurt most of the year. The O-line gave him no time to pass. And, I mean, this is not a Carson Wentz. That defense sucked. I, I mean, I can go on and on, but this was not a Carson Wentz. Okay, I mean, I agree. It wasn't all in Carson Wentz, but I'm also going to say he did not have a good year last year. Even if he was with a good coach, I don't think – I'm just going to drop it because you're giving me the stink guy right now. Let's go on to did they improve in the draft. I don't know. This draft is interesting. They got some good picks. They had some not as good picks. Uh, the first pick is the most interesting pick at pick 10, Devontae Smith, wide receiver from Alabama. Jacob, tell me, how do you feel about this first-round pick? It was exactly what they needed to do. Because like I was talking about, Travis Fulton was the best receiver, so they had to take a receiver. And in my opinion, Devontae Smith was the best receiver in the draft. Um, so I think getting him at, at uh, 10 was a steal for them. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I, I think Devontae Smith was the best receiver in this draft. Um I don't understand. I understand. I guess they wanted to match Cincinnati wanted to match up Jamar with Joe Burrow because they've already played together. But I just love this pick by the Eagles. This is something that they should have been doing for years now, and they've been terrible in it. Let's just hope they don't ruin Devontae Smith. Now I'm going to say my favorite player picked in this draft was Landon Landon Dickerson. I really like Landon Dickerson. He's a center from Alabama. His only problem is he likes he gets hurt a lot. Okay, that's his only problem. As long as he can stay away from injuries, I think he will be a starter for a long time for the Eagles. Who, Jacob? Who's your favorite draft pick uh, in this list? This might be a little bit of a shocking one, but I'm gonna go with sixth round pick Jacoby Stevens 
All right, let's go on to the next part of our show, which is going to be the New York Giants. Now, the Giants last year were not horrible. I think you'll agree with me there. I think, how would would you say they had a positive season? Like, I don't know. If you were a Giants fan, how would you feel about last season? I think it was a positive year for them. Um, I expected them to do worse last year, and especially with Saquon Barkley getting injured, I think it was week two or whatever it was. I think it was a very positive year for them. Uh, you know, Daniel Jones still was not great at all. Still had a pretty rough year. But I think the bright spot of that team was how their defense became a top 10 defense in the NFL. They yeah. shut down off all year. And, I mean, that team was surprisingly good. And they, the game I remember the most from them was how they took Tampa Bay right down to the wire and maybe should have won that game if it weren't for some questionable um, – um, calls from the refs. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think it was, I, I, you kind of convinced me there. I think it was definitely a positive year for for the fan base. Um, and if you think about that Tampa Bay game, if they had won that game, who knows if they had, they might have made the playoffs that year. And I'm not going to count out the fact that they could have made possibly a run in the playoffs because of how unpredictable they were. They could beat they could beat any team in the NFL last year. Um, they they ended up being second in the NFC East. Uh, they, they lost out to the Washington Football Team, and yeah, it was pretty uplifting. Daniel Jones still needs to get a ton better. I know you agree with me there. He if I think if he doesn't have a good year this year, he's out of New York. Do you agree with me there? Oh, big time. He's on the hot seat. Yeah, I Joe. So their head coach is still um, Joe Judge, right? Or no, that's their OC. That's their offensive coordinator. What's their head coach's name? No, it's Joe Judge. It's Joe Judge. Yeah, so it's still Joe Judge. Um, he he, I think had a positive. That was it was his first year last year. Yep. Yeah, I be, I believe Joe Judge is gonna have a good couple years with the Giants. I think they could possibly be a playoff team this year. I think they have the best chance of winning their division, especially we're going to talk about the draft, but I think they drafted fairly well. And I don't know. I just like the, the Giants. So let's go into a record prediction for the Giants. Who, what is your record prediction for the Giants? Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go somewhere between maybe, Six and eight wins for them. Uh, I think it's going to be more of the same with Daniel Jones at quarterback. Um, plus, if they get a new quarterback, I don't see much changing on that team. The weapons did improve over the offseason with Kenny Galladay and Darius Tony, But unless Daniel Jones can have a breakout year, which I don't see him having, then I see more of the same from last year. I, I actually think Daniel Jones will be much better this year. I'm a believer in Daniel Jones this year. I think that he will, with the added weapon, Kenny Galladay and Kadarius Toney, um, I think he will definitely have a breakout year. Sterling Shepard is still on the team. They have Saquon back. There won't be as much pressure on him. I think Daniel Jones will be a very solid quarterback this year, and I think their record will be somewhere between 8 to 10 wins. 
It looks like you want to give your rebuttal there. Well, I already said what needs to be said. Um, I don't see Daniel Jones having a breakout year, so I don't see anywhere close to 8 to 10 wins. I just – I don't know. I, I think they could be good, and I predict that they will win the NFC East. So let's go on to their draft picks. Um, they now – at round one, they picked – at pick 20, Kadarius Tony, Very questionable pick. Very questionable pick. I think you agree with me. He was not the best receiver on the board at that point. Um, they, it was definitely right, I think, for them to draft a receiver. I don't know if you agree with me there, but I totally – I think they should have drafted a receiver. Who was the receiver that was after that was picked right after him? Rashad Bateman. Yeah, Rashad Bateman. So much better than Kadarius Toney. Th- at least that's what I think. I still think Kadarius Toney is a good addition to the team, but – I think they should have picked Rashad Bateman. But I like that pick overall just because it's a good, solid receiver. Let's go on to their second-round pick, which is Aziz Ojulari. Um, He's a linebacker from Georgia. Uh, very good player. It's pretty much all I'm going to say. He's he's good at stopping the run. You can line him up at edge rusher, but I think he's really should be just uh stay back, middle linebacker. Who I'm going to ask you, who's your favorite player picked in this draft class? Uh, it's going to be a third-round pick corner, Aaron Robinson, out of UCF. This guy is very underrated, in my opinion. Um, you know, I think he – I think that was right where she, he should have went, but he's just very underrated. I think I, I think with the few years of experience and a result um, later in his career, he can be very good. Yeah, I agree with that. You kind of stole my pick right there, but um... – I guess I'll change mine up. I'm going to just stick with Aziz Ojulari. I really like this linebacker pick. They He'll be in big improvement to their linebacker core. I think he'll start, and that's pretty much all I'm, I've got to say. Let's go to breakout players for the Giants this year. Jacob, who's your breakout player from the New York Giants in the 2021 season? Um, I'm going to go with Evan Ingram. So Evan Ingram's kind of had a questionable first few years. He's you can't deny the speed and the physical attributes on this guy, but he's had a drop problem and with butterfingers and but if he can uh, learn how to catch the football a little better, this guy can have a huge year. Um, I see I see him having close to a thousand yards this season, even with all the other weapons there. So I think Evan Ingram's gonna have a big year. Yeah, I, I've, I've liked Evan Ingram since they drafted him. I thought he was going to be better than he has been, but it doesn't matter. I think he's going to be a great complimentary piece to Sterling Shepard, Kenny Galladay, and Kadarius Toney. Um, I'm going to go with, I know you don't agree with this here, but Daniel Jones is my breakout player this year. He is going to have a bounce back year. He's going to submit himself as the Giants' new starting quarterback. Um and that's pretty much all I've got to say about it. He, I think he'll lead them to a really good record, and they'll be in the playoffs. All right, now let's get on to week one predictions for the Giants and the Eagles. Let's start with the Giants. The Giants in week one play the Denver Broncos. Uh, I think this is going to be a very interesting game. Jacob, what's your prediction for this game? I have a Giants win. Uh, I think overall they're a lot better 
team than the Broncos. They're, they have a lot better of an offense, and I don't think that their defense is that much worse than, than the Broncos. So I have a Giants win, maybe like 28-21. Yeah, I have a Giants win too. I think with Saquon back on the team, that I, even though the Broncos have a good defense, I think the Giants offense is going to get rolling early. I have the game somewhere around 35-17. to 17. I just don't like the Broncos' offense. I don't think they're going to do well, and I really like this Giants' offense and what the, I think they're going to do really well. Now, we already predicted the Eagles game in an earlier episode. It's Eagles-Falcons. I know we both had the Falcons winning. Uh, I think that was really just because the Eagles just have so so bad of a team that I just don't think they'll be able to stand up and uh, with the Falcons. All right, well, that's the end of the episode. Make sure you listen up next episode when we go over the Pittsburgh Steelers, my favorite NFL team. It's going to be a fun episode. Make sure you listen to that. All right, see you next episode.